0: Good morning. This is Christine Giacomo and again we have an interesting passage and we'll see how Paul handles this one. We're in Galatians 5 verses 1 through 12 and I've entitled this Live Like You Do. Let's pray. God I pray that you would illumine our hearts and minds as to the meaning of this passage and again how it relates to us. Teach us what it means to walk by faith and not to be fixated upon works, and to know how to honor you with our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm, and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. Behold, I, Paul, say to you that if you receive circumcision, Christ will be of no benefit to you. And I testify again to every man who receives circumcision that he is under obligation to keep the whole law. You have been severed from Christ, you who are seeking to be justified by law. You have fallen from grace. For we, through the Spirit, by faith, are waiting for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything, but faith working through love. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion did not come from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump of dough. I have confidence in you, in the Lord, that you will adopt no other view. But the one who is disturbing you will bear his judgment, whoever he is. But I, brethren, if I still preach circumcision, why am I still persecuted? Then the stumbling block of the cross has been abolished. I wish that those who are troubling you would even mutilate themselves. Galatians 5, 1 through 12, and that's from the New American Standard. I use different translations of Scripture because I find that reading different versions can be enlightening and interesting. I'm often asked, which is best? Well, that requires a subjective answer, of course. For understanding, I usually start with the New International Version, which is very readable, then pick up the New Living Translation, which uses contemporary language, but is still a translation. I like studying the New King James Version. For a totally different take, I consult the Message, which is a paraphrase, but I happen to think its author, Eugene Peterson, is masterful with both the languages and the meaning of Scripture. The church I attend uses the New Revised Standard Version, as does one of my favorite scholars, Dallas Willard. The New American Standard Version is always solid, and it is from that version that I just read. Well, I must confess that I am struggling with making Paul's discussion on the law poignant for us today. It just seems like, duh, why didn't they get it? Why did Paul have to come at it one way and then another? Yet, imagine if your life had been steeped in the rigors of the law since you learned to talk, and suddenly you were cut loose. Remember that the Galatians were trying to figure out how to live without all matters of daily life being dictated by their adherence of Torah law. I looked up the mitzvah and included a link for you, it's at Wikipedia, and then you can type in 613 commandments. But when you do, please make sure that you scroll down. There's a couple pages of information first. and Scroll down, and you see the simple list handed down by Maimonides, highly revered rabbi from the 12th century um, of Spain. It gives us insight to just how much was prescribed for them. Why the law made it possible for the Jews not to have to think too much or make many judgments. Now, all 613 may not have been spelled out in the first century, but seeing the volume of rules shows how the well-built boundaries would have been around their life. So no no doubt they tried to stay within those. Here in chapter 5, Paul says, You have to make a choice. The law. Get circumcised and uphold every law, or you're guilty of breaking all of the law. Or, your other choice, you can learn to walk in your new freedom in Christ, but you can't have it both ways. We neither feel or take love from the law or religion, whereas following Christ flows from his love for us, and because of his great love, we respond freely to him in love. I want to say that to you again. We neither feel or take love from the law or religion, or religious practices for that matter, whereas following Christ flows from his love for us, and because of his great love, we respond freely to him in love. We act not as those bound to rules in order to prove our holiness, but rather as those who are led by the Spirit and wish to lead our lives out of our love for our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, I just have to tell you, where I've written this on the page, it is bolded, it is slanted, and it is underlined. And I even went so far as to say, if we were in the same room together, this is where you would shout, Amen! but we're not. So I'm going to read that line to you one more time because it was original, but more importantly, it came from some deep thought and prayer and study on my part. So here it is again. We act not as those bound to rules in order to prove our holiness, but rather those who are led by the Spirit and wish to lead our lives out of our love for our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm stopping right here to pray that you, my friends, will understand the truth of those words. God, I ask that you would let those words come through to my friends, that they would understand that it is their great love for you because you love them first, but their great love for, for you that will dictate how they will live their lives, not by a bunch of rules. In your name, Lord, amen. I've been studying and asking God to help me get this, and by Jove, I got it and now you pray, and you get it. I pray you love him, and because you have his spirit inside you, you will live like you do.